Well, we continue our Advent pilgrimage, getting closer and closer to the celebration of the birth of our Lord. And each Advent, we are also reminded that we are closer and closer to the glorious return of our Savior. So the uh, first Tuesday evening, we focused on friendship with the angels. Last week on the Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception, Father Ray focused on friendship with uh, the Blessed Virgin Mary. And tonight, we want to focus on friendship with St. Joseph. Next week, we'll end with uh, friendship with Jesus. But we want to focus just briefly this evening on on friendship with St. Joseph. Pope Francis has given the Church a a wonderful, wonderful gift. Uh, If you haven't heard, uh, we are in officially the year of St. Joseph. He proclaimed that a year of St. Joseph beginning last week uh, on the Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception, and it will end in uh, next year, December 8th, on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. So for this whole year, we are invited as a church to draw close to Joseph, to contemplate his life, to learn from him. And so I think it's very fitting that we focus on friendship with him this night, One of the reasons that Pope Francis has dedicated this year to St. Joseph is because it is the 150th anniversary of the proclamation uh, by Pope Pius IX, where Pope Pius IX proclaimed St. Joseph the patron of the universal church. So Joseph is the patron of the entire church. In his apostolic letter, uh, entitled Patris Corde, which means a father's heart, Pope Francis reminds us that besides the Blessed Virgin Mary, no saint is mentioned more in the papal teaching of the church than St. Joseph. So second to Our Lady, St. Joseph is mentioned most frequently by uh, all the popes throughout history. He also tells us that the great doctor of the church, doctor of prayer, St. Teresa of Avila, He reminds us, Pope Francis reminds us of the great devotion that Teresa of Avila had to St. Joseph, and she encouraged everybody, be devoted to Joseph. Take Joseph as your friend. Develop a devotion to him. She encouraged people to cultivate a relationship with him. Now, she said that she received whatever graces she asked uh, through Joseph's intercession. So that's a powerful, powerful witness to the powerful intercession of St. Joseph. You know what's beautiful about Joseph? So many things, but the Gospels never record a single word. So there's not a single word that Joseph is recorded saying in any of the Gospels. Not one word. It's all action. It's all action. St. Joseph teaches us by his action by his faith in action. So what does St. Joseph teach us? What, why do we want to have a friendship with him? What will we gain from this friendship? What will, we teach, what will he teach us? What will he help us to do? I want to just focus very briefly on four points, very briefly. I, I, I don't want to uh, belabor uh, uh, each and every point. Every point could be a homily of its own. So I just want to kind of sketch... Uh, four points that I think 
Joseph teaches us. And by the way, uh, four points is doing St. Joseph a, 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 a grave injustice, right? Because Joseph teaches us innumerable things about our Lord and about how to live as a disciple. But the first point I want to uh, focus on is the fact that St. Joseph teaches us how to love Jesus and Mary. Now, you might think, well, that's pretty obvious, right? Well, it's obvious, but it's the most important thing he teaches us. The most important thing St. Joseph teaches us is to love Jesus and Mary. Joseph lived for them, right? He lived for Jesus and Mary. That was his, it was his whole life. His whole existence was caught up in loving Jesus and Mary. They were his life. They were his world. And so what Joseph teaches us first and foremost is that we should take that as an example too, that we should love Jesus and Mary and keep them as our focal point. You know, a lot of non, non-Catholics struggle with our, our devotion to Mary. They think that our devotion to Mary takes away from Jesus. But on the contrary, Mary teaches us how to love Jesus, and she keeps our focus on him, focus, focusing on our Lord. The more we love Mary, the more we can love Jesus. And the beautiful thing about St. Joseph is he teaches us how to love them, right? They were his world. They were the center of his life. They were the reason for his existence. And so we should ask Joseph to help us, to teach us how to love them and how to keep them at the focal point in our life. The second thing St. Joseph teaches us to do and and helps us to do. Again, this isn't just about him teaching us. It's about through his intercession, him gaining for us the grace to live these realities in our lives as we grow in our friendship with him. But the the second thing St. Joseph teaches us is to be selfless and to live for others. To be selfless and to live for others. If there's any human being that didn't live for himself, it was Joseph. Again, kind of relating to the first point, his life was consumed with loving Mary and Jesus, protecting Mary and Jesus, providing for Mary and Jesus. So Joseph didn't live for himself. He was a man of total sacrifice complete sacrifice. His whole life was one of sacrifice. In fact, I think we can agree that in his humanity, Jesus learned sacrifice from Joseph. He learned from Our Lady, too, there's no doubt. But our Lord learned total self-giving and total sacrifice from St. Joseph, He saw, he observed, right, as little children do, as as Jesus grew. He saw Joseph giving himself utterly, completely to Jesus and Mary. 
he saw Joseph giving himself in his work, protecting them, providing for them. And so what we learn in friendship with Joseph is he also teach, he teaches us how to be selfless and how to live our lives for others. It's only when we give ourselves that we find ourselves, as Vatican II teaches so beautifully. And that's the call of each and every Christian, to live for others, to be selfless, to empty ourselves. Ponder that reality that the fact that our Lord, as he grew, learned sacrifice from Joseph, learned to give himself by the model and the example of St. Joseph. The third thing St. Joseph teaches us and that he helps us to do in our lives is to always be faithful and obedient. It's amazing as you uh, read the Gospels and and our our Holy Father, Pope Francis, talks about this in the uh, new apostolic letter. And by the way, I encourage you to read it. You can get it on the Vatican website. It's not long. It's, it's, a brief, it's a brief letter. You can read it in maybe a half hour or less. Uh, and it's, it's very beautiful. But he, you know, he, he points out that, you know, Joseph, we see four dreams that Joseph has. And our Lord is, is active in those dreams through the angel, telling Joseph what to do, guiding Joseph. And what does Joseph do? Joseph promptly responds. He doesn't hesitate. He doesn't hesitate. We don't see hesitation. Once Joseph is told what to do, he does it. And so we see that amazing virtue of obedience in his life, that deeply rooted virtue of obedience in Joseph's life. Once our Lord told him what to do, he did it. He obeyed. And so we see that great obedience and fidelity, faithfulness. He was always faithful to our Lord. And we see that in those dreams. He's told to take Mary as his wife. He does it. He's told to take Jesus and Mary to Egypt. He does it. He's told when he can take them home, he does it. No hesitation. Complete obedience. Complete faith. Complete fidelity. And so in our friendship with Joseph, he will gain for us that grace to be faithful and obedient to our Lord as well. And then just the last point that I want to emphasize that our friendship with Joseph can help us, uh, Joseph can help us to learn and to live in our friendship with him is how to live holiness in daily life. I know I talk a lot about uh, St. Jose Maria Escriva. He's one of my favorite saints. I I quote him a lot because I I love his writings and I love his life. And uh, he, as we know, maybe you don't know this, but if you read about him and learn about him, he was a founder of Opus Dei. uh, Opus Dei is very simply, it's all about just living holiness in daily life. The ordinary moments of daily life. Right? The point is that it, we don't have to go out into the world to do extraordinary things. To be holy, to be a saint, is living the very ordinary, ordinariness of our lives with great love and great devotion and great fidelity to our Lord. Joseph teaches us that. You think about it, what did Joseph probably, what did Joseph spend most of his time? In the, in the carpenter shop, right? 
Joseph provided for the Holy Family. He provided for Mary and Jesus. He worked. That's why we call him Joseph the Worker. May 1st, this is the Feast of Joseph the Worker. He was faithful in the ordinary things of his life. You think about how he focused, and, and think about him in the carpenter shop. You know, do we think Joseph was careless with his work? Do you think he rushed through it and didn't give it much time and didn't focus on detail? No, the complete opposite. Joseph would have worked uh, diligently to, to try to be perfect in his work, focusing on the details, doing things well, right? He was probably so trusted as a carpenter because he was dedicated to his work and he did it well. And that's a great lesson for us. Whatever our vocation, to do it well, to focus on the little details, to not take for granted the little things in daily life because that's where we find the way and the path to holiness. And so... St. Joseph, we have a wonderful, wonderful opportunity during this whole year to focus on our friendship with him, growing in our friendship with him and our relationship with him. We should really take advantage of this year of grace that our Holy Father has given to us. We ask St. Joseph to pray for us, to help us to love Jesus and Mary more, to help us to be more selfless and to live our lives for others, to help us to always be faithful and obedient to the Lord, and to help us to live holiness in the ordinary things of our daily life.